So I'm going to give another example of a phenomenon and see if it all makes sense to illustrate a principle. I found myself, I was deleting some photos from my phone and I found myself looking at some photos and videos and suddenly being overcome with a sense of sadness um, and, and sort of like heartbreak, this sad feeling inside. And I'd, it was triggered by a particular photo and there was this story associated with it, which I won't bore you with, but essentially, you know, this friendship relationship used to be like this and it was all wonderful and happy and now it's like this, it's kind of distanced and sad and blah, blah. And so I was feeling this sense of sadness and there was this story going on in my mind and I got caught up in the sadness. I felt it really, really strongly for a while and then over the next few minutes I went hang on hang on a minute this is just a pattern this is just a habit it's a groove that my nervous system has created this emotion associated to this story now of course the specifics of the story will be different in different situations but it's the same old story about how I'm unlovable, um, people in my life always stop liking me, you know, some crap like that. Uh, and it's not real. And what happened was something in me, whether it was the photo or not, I went into a well-worn path, a well-worn groove a neurological pattern that I have that I created many, many years ago and it, there must have been a reward. Maybe I was really sad about something and maybe I started crying and maybe somebody gave me some sympathy and I felt loved and so that was the reward and then I've been doing it ever since and I've been creating that particular emotion in myself and that is no different Two, there's another pattern I have. When I walk, I swing my left leg slightly differently to my right leg. I swing it slightly inwards. I rotate it slightly inwards. And I must have acquired that at some time in the long ago past for a reason. Maybe I tripped over a rock. Maybe I was imitating someone unconsciously. Who knows? And those two things are the same. They are a groove created a pattern created in my nervous system where if the impulse goes down this nerve, this neuron, it always deviates off to the left into that, that particular next neuron and that particular chain reaction always is, is triggered and I end up doing the same movement pattern or the same emotional pattern. And I'm not doing alternative patterns, the pattern where I walk and don't swing my leg that way, the pattern where I look at a photograph and don't feel that emotion. But that other alternative pattern is available. I've got plenty of neurons that it could go down. I just happen to have made a groove here. It's just like when you walk a certain way to the beach and you create a path eventually and then you don't walk through the bushes because they're not flattened down and they're not they haven't created that pathway so you always choose the same pathway um so i just wanted to reflect on that because that relates back to controlling your state 
uh, and the polyvagal theory. So here we are, we have all these um, grooves that we've created that we don't necessarily recognize we've created. We think it's inevitable. I could have, um, in the past, I would have looked at that photo, felt that emotion and thought that was inevitable. I would have thought that I was feeling that emotion because it really was a sad thing. And I would have gone on telling myself that same sad story but it's untrue. That story is untrue. That story is nothing. It's, it's not real. I made it up. And I made it up to explain that emotion that I had because we like to explain things. And so by catching myself doing it, didn't make the emotion go away just like that in a puff of smoke, but it did make it go away a lot quicker and it made me think about it and understand it so that next time I feel that emotion, I will go, I will ask myself, is that a real story? Uh, Did someone really die? Did something really terrible happen? Do I really need to feel sad over this? Or is this just me going down a well-worn path? just like falling into falling into something when you walking down the if you were walking down a path and there was this hole in the and you fell into it that would that's the same thing i'm falling into it and when i swing my leg that way i'm falling into this pattern and i this is the empowering wonderful magical thing is i don't have to and now that i've recognized it I don't have to fall into that same path or groove and do those same things. So the key is to recognize that there are these grooves, um, catch ourselves going into them, understand that they're not inevitable, that we can change it, and understand that we don't necessarily yet have the way to change it, but we can learn that. And this goes back to the incremental small changes. You make incremental small changes in these ways. And in a period of time, which could be a few days, it could be a few weeks, it could be a few months, that pattern's gone. And you may not even notice that it's gone. You may not even remember that it was ever there. And you may not celebrate the fact that it's gone. And it doesn't matter. It's nice to celebrate these things because otherwise we're probably more in danger of that groove coming back at some point. Um, And this relates to what I talked about with the polyvagal theory because... Our uh, fight and flight, our self-defense mechanisms, are, well, they, they, we depend on them for our survival. Without them, we would be killed. Um, so we need them. But we also tend to fall into using them unnecessarily. So if a bear is approaching me, I want my fight and flight responses to be working really well and I want to do what they tell me to do because them directing my body's actions will be far quicker and more efficient and lead to my survival with much more likelihood than if my intellect starts to tell me what to do in regards to the bear. However, if I'm, um, someone beeps at me when I'm driving and I go into that same fight or flight um, state as when the bear was near me, I don't want to um, necessarily let my, par- my sympathetic nervous system rule me because there's no real threat. It's a, it's a, it's a momentary 
micro threat and it needs to be allowed to pass through and disappear and I need to go back to being um, able to govern myself. So I want to exercise the value, the, the, the skill of overriding that more unconscious part of my brain, the more reptilian part of my brain, uh, when it's appropriate, when it is just someone beeping at me, but I don't want to override it when there's a bear. I want to let it do its thing because it's going to save me. So controlling your nervous system is about controlling it and having mastery of it and knowing when not to, knowing when to let well, I guess that's still mastery, isn't it? That's knowing which part which part of your nervous system is the one that's going to lead and do the thing. So in the case of me looking at photographs and getting a sad emotion, it's the explanatory part of me that's going to lead. It's the observer part of me. It's the one that says, this is just a groove I've fallen into. There's no sadness here. There's, no need. There's nothing to see here. Move along. Um, get on with life and stop creating some stupid story in your head that's irrelevant. Um, when I'm walking and I've got that funny walking gait where I swing my leg differently, I need to use consciousness to retrain my movement patterns. Otherwise, I will end up with osteoarthritis in my hip and a hip replacement eventually. Um, and when there's a bear chasing me, my intellect and rational brain needs to shut the fuck up and let the primitive reptilian survival brain do its thing. So what have I just spoken about? I've spoken about um, the, the control or coming in and out of control of different parts of the nervous system and letting them be balanced, letting them regulate themselves in a healthy way and be aware of it. And I've spoken about layering over of allowing the reptilian unconscious part of our brain to act and the conscious intellectual and emotional parts of us to act as well. But to act in harmony, in concert, in balance, rather than allow one of them to just constantly dominate and take over. And I've spoken about catching ourselves when we're telling a story in our minds about something that's sad or it could be something that made us angry or it could be something we're afraid of, that when we're telling ourselves one of those stories, it may well be not real. It may well be just a habit. And so it pays to examine that and not to get caught up in that story and tell it over and over and over and just make that groove deeper and deeper and deeper so it's easier to fall into and to try to create another pathway to go down that's um, that feels nicer, that isn't just an, a completely unnecessary painful emotion that uses up energy and reserves that we could best employ somewhere else. So that's all I'm going to say for today and have a lovely day.